ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Life. My name is Marty Layton, and uh, we welcome you tonight. My team and I, we welcome you to the broadcast tonight. And uh, this is our TV studio, uh, but it's more like a fortress of worship and prayer. We spend time in here praying and worshiping, and you know, it's kind of like a lion's den where the Lion of Judah meets us and unfolds his revelation of the truth uh, of his word and it's a place where you can just receive and be strengthened. And, uh, you know, David had his meadows and his caves. And we have this place right here where we meet with the Lord and allow him to speak and allow him to speak life. And so we welcome you tonight. And, you know, when God does speak that way, when he speaks, he speaks life. And uh, when he does that, we're cut, we're cut off from every curse of the past uh, by the power and the authority of his word. And so it's important that we recognize God sets up these encounters. And we can see into the future uh, when he does that. And uh, what the line of Judah is prophesying and promising, promising, prom- promising, prophesying and promising, <laughs> promising uh, to his pride of lions. And uh, have no fear. Uh, because you belong to him, and he promises he'll never leave us, he'll never forsake us, amen. In fact, he's with us right now. And uh, as I was preparing for this broadcast, I've spent the entire day in prayer and uh, and just pressing into the Lord, and I sense many evil reports uh, out there looking to cause fear in the hearts and the minds of God's warriors. And so let me remind you that we are in a battle and that you must fight the good fight of faith, regardless of how it feels, regardless of what it looks like, stand in your faith. Amen. Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. In other words, he's been dethroned and utterly defeated, so don't buy into his lies. It doesn't matter what things in the natural may say, those things can change. Amen. All power in heaven and earth belongs to Jesus, our King, and He is the Lord of hosts, fighting on your battlefield today. You know, every curse is broken, every word curse is broken, every decree of darkness is broken, and we stand in the truth today. No weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue of judgment that rises up against you shall be condemned. The word judgment there is the Hebrew Hebrew word mishpat, and it means a verdict or a sentence or a formal decree of a penalty. In other words, it means whatever the devil has spoken, either through a whisper in your ear or a judgment against you or a, a, a decree from a doctor or a political leader or a magistrate, or uh, just a curse spoken against you, those decrees of darkness shall be condemned. Amen. The mercy of God has already gone before us and disabled the decrees of darkness. I believe God is here tonight, and he's going to heal many of us, many people from evil decree or a judgment from the enemy. The old saying is, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never names or words will never hurt me. That is not the truth. Words started everything in this entire uh, uh, universe, especially our planet. 
And uh, God in the beginning said, let there be light. And so uh, words created everything. And uh, Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 3, it says everything is actually upheld by the power of his word. And so we have the power of life and death in our tongues, according to Proverbs 18, 21, which is why this show is called Speak Life. And so it is a war of words, not a war of the worlds, but a war, it is a war of the worlds too, but it is a war of the words, the warfare of words. Whose report will you believe? Whose words will prevail? And I believe the revelation of God wants you to, the revelation that God wants you to receive tonight is no matter what the enemy has said, your words can overturn and and totally uh, uh, remove all the power from the words of the enemy, especially in this hour. You know, this is the decade uh, of 2020s. And in the Hebrew, it's it's the uh, decade of the pay, or E-E is the word in Hebrew. It's the word for mouth, or uh, the authority of the mouth, or uh, when Elijah was being received up into heaven, and Elisha uh, uh, was asking for the double portion, uh, uh, Elijah said to him, uh, you have to be in the right place at the right time. Don't let anything stop you. You're going to have to persevere and press and be there to catch the mantle. And then you'll receive a double portion. Well, that word portion is the word pay. It's a, it's, so it's the portion of the mouth. And so I believe in this decade, uh, the enemy's trying to change uh, the narrative constantly by the power of false prophetic and it's almost like a counterfeit double portion. This is greater than we've ever experienced before, greater than we've ever had a battle before. But you know what? We've got the double portion in our mouth as well. And so we've got to be those who begin to speak in this war of words uh, and speak the word of the Lord. The, the church, the ecclesia, I believe, is being trained right now in the power of the decree. And what you speak and agree with is what is going to come to pass. That's why the enemy is working so hard uh, to get you to speak outside of your covenant. You know, Psalm 44 and verse 4, it's easy to remember, Psalm 444, Psalm 44, verse 4, it says, You are my king and my God who decrees victories for Jacob. Jacob actually represents the born-again believer, the one who repented and changed his life, and God opened the heavens for him. That's you and I, amen? And God is decreeing your victory tonight. And, uh, you know, we stand in agreement with God. And when we do, we decree and we echo God. We echo God's decree. Part of uh, the Word of Faith movement all those years ago uh, was have the faith of God uh, Mark eleven twenty three. Have the faith or twenty two. Have the faith of God or echo God. Have God's faith in your mouth and and speak like that. Decree what God wants you to decree. And when we speak in agreement with God, and when we decree His word, listen. All heaven stands to attention, and the angels of God, the mighty war angels, are activated. 
Psalm 103 and verse 20, it says they're hearkening to the voice of his word, not just his word, but the voice of his word. You can't just think it. You can't just uh, agree with it in your in your heart. You've got to speak it. Everything is being upheld by the power of his word. And so when we begin to decree his word, <clears throat> there is a, an, a release of power that changes everything. Job chapter 22 in verse 28, it says, Decree a thing, and it shall be established for you, and light will shine upon your ways. In other words, it'll remove the darkness. When you begin to decree a thing, it is established for you, and light will shine upon your ways. God is always decreeing his blessing over his people. He's never speaking curse over you. He's always decreeing the blessing over our lives, and we are risen with Christ. Now follow this. We are risen with Christ, and we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And so when he speaks and decrees his powerful words, God, we are there seated in Christ to hear, uh, 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 seated in Christ, and we're called to hear his voice and speak what he is decreeing over our lives. And so that's when breakthrough occurs, when we are speaking what God is speaking. And God wants you to hear his voice. He wants you to hear him speaking. Amen? The Bible says his, his word is sharper than any two-edged sword. His word created this world, and his word upholds this world. And so it is a war of the words and as his sons and daughters, the whole earth, the Bible says, is groaning and travailing for his sons and daughters to come forth and speak his words of power. And when we do that, curses are broken. Decrees of darkness are shattered. Miracle power is released. The light of revelation is released, driving out the darkness Souls are saved when we begin to decree what God, what God is decreeing. It revives more sons and daughters, and revival begins to break out. The Lord of hosts, or the Lord of angel armies, activates and assigns angels to fight our battles for us when we begin to decree a thing. Amen? Our bodies react to the power of his word as it comes out of our mouths. He spoke everything into existence, and that means everything is created on the frequency of God's voice, including the earth and the dirt that he made you and I from, those building materials. They were all on the frequency of his voice, and therefore our bodies respond to the power of his voice. That's why we pray for healing and decree life. And health. Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. He didn't sit around and, and, and say, God, if it's your will, uh, I've researched your word. No, he just said, Lazarus, come forth. In fact, you need to get it settled in your heart that the word of God, whether Rhema, which is the spoken, living spoken word, or the Logos, uh, the, the written word, it is the most powerful force in the universe, the Word of God. Whether written or spoken, the Word of God is the most powerful force in all the universe. 
And when the church awakens to the truth that we are his sons and daughters, and he has given the authorization to use his power in his name and by his word to speak for him, when the ecclesia begins to understand this, remember what the ecclesia, it's the word Jesus said, I will build my church uh, in Matthew uh, Matthew 12. Uh, I'm sorry, Matthew 16. Uh, when he said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it, he used the word ecclesia. Remember, ecclesia was a specific word. Uh, it, was, it was the... Uh, group of called out ones from from Rome that Caesar spoke to these were conquering warriors these were the generals uh, that would go out and they would become the rulers of the provinces or the governors or the or the ones who would be in charge of making every place look like Rome and they had the authority of Caesar backing them up in fact they had the keys of Rome they had one key put on their shoulder, which represented that they had the, the authority of Caesar himself. Listen, Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I will build my ecclesia and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I give you the keys to the kingdom. Whatsoever thing you you allow, that's what's going to be allowed. Whatsoever thing you disallow, that's what is disallowed. And so when the ecclesia understands the power and the authority that we've been given, it's over <clears throat> for all the powers of hell. We will walk out this truth and we will stand in it, stand in it as the keeper of the keys. Amen. We have the authority through Christ to let his kingdom come and his will be done, to bind and to loose what needs to be bound and what needs to be loosed. <clears throat> we have the authority to walk out, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Amen? Every tongue or decree of darkness or the thing that the enemy's trying to build, every decree, every word shall be condemned and rendered powerless and defeated. Amen? This is how nations are transformed. God's not waiting on some event. He's calling his sons and daughters to rise up and walk in the power of his word. When you speak it, I'm telling you there is a force that pushes darkness completely out of the way. Why do you think the enemy wants to flood people with his false prophecies and predictions of destructive and a terrible future. It's the exact opposite of Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future and to bless you. The enemy speaks the exact opposite of that. Why do you think he does that? Because he knows the power of words, and he's been using it effectively against the church and against people for thousands of years. But all that is changing now. Why? The church is waking up. The prophetic warriors who are being equipped by ministries like ours are rising up to answer the call. And when believers, especially prophetic warriors, begin to rise up in this revelation of our authority, 
and understand who we are and understand whose we are as ambassadors for Christ, ambassadors of the kingdom of God, and, and, we, and know that we dwell in the secret place of the Most High under the shadow of his protection. Listen, a thousand will fall at our side, 10,000 by our right hand, but it won't touch you. Come on, because you're a prophetic warrior. You fight your war by the power of God's voice coming out of your mouth. And when the accuser of the brethren and the enemy of our souls comes at us with a word of attack or condemnation or accusation, trying to stop the taking of your territory, trying to knock you down with memories of your sins or your shortcomings or your mistakes or your failings, just take two seconds and confess to your Father and get it under the blood. Confess to our Father. Father, I, I recognize that I blew it here. I ask you for forgiveness. I confess it to you. And I receive your forgiveness, and I receive justification by faith, just as if I ne- I've never done it. And I believe that now I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm as clean as Jesus. And proceed to fulfill Romans sixteen twenty. after that, crushing the enemy under your feet. Let, this, let his kingdom come, and let his will come be done right here on earth as it is in heaven. This is powerful stuff. For his is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Not the enemy, but God. It's God's kingdom. It's God's power. It's God's glory forever and ever. Amen. I hope you're starting to understand that we must be humble and humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God and submit to him. And then resist the devil and he'll flee from you. That's, that's really how you receive deliverance. You recognize the authority of God in your life and you humble yourself under that. And you resist the devil and he will flee from you. Listen, Jesus already paid the price for all our sin, for everyone's sin. Those that are saved and those that are not saved. And when you receive Jesus as your Lord, your sins were forever erased. We don't walk sometimes in the kingdom and sometimes not in the kingdom. No, we've been bought with a price, the precious blood of Jesus. Our lives are not our own. We belong to him. And listen, he takes care of his stuff. You're never on your own righteousness. You're never counting on your own righteousness. And you're never anything but the righteousness of God anymore. We have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's what Scripture declares. So Jesus paid the penalty for our sins once and for all, and he stands in the heavenly courtroom. I want you to hear this. Some of you are saying, well, I already know all this, Brother Marty. Listen, you need to be reminded so that you can walk in present truth. That's what Peter said. But when we, when we do that, and the accuser of the brethren uh, stands up accusing Uh, Jesus stands up in the heavenly courtroom as our advocate, as our attorney. And when the accuser brings up his accusation against you, Jesus says to the judge, our father, that debt is already paid in full and washed away by my blood. They have right standing with you. I've created in them a new heart. 
I've renewed a right spirit within them. In fact, your word, Father, declares that because of that, you will not cast them away from your presence, nor take your Holy Spirit from them. And so now I restore them the joy of their salvation, and I uphold them by your generous spirit, and I commission them to represent you, to represent you, God, in their assignment. Now, case closed, you're authorized to stand in righteousness, and now God removes the liar, and we get to execute the judgment that was written against him and crush him under our feet. Father, I decree as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, justified and made pure and made holy by your precious blood, we decree the devil is a liar and the father of all lies, and all liars have their place in the lake that burns with fire. And through this prophetic decree, we command every demonic power to take their hands off of every child of God within the sound of my voice now. Every demonic assignment and every evil attack is broken off of your people right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, We come out of alignment and out of agreement with every uh, demonic decree, with every demonic assignment, with every lie of the enemy. We come out of alignment and out of agreement with it now. We break every covenant, every treaty, and every alignment with the devil now. In Jesus' name, it is broken. And Father, I decree healing and health to your people, spirit, soul, and body. Just receive that healing right now. I decree restoration of all that was lost or stolen in these attacks that we have walked through. And Father, we pursue, we overtake, and without fail, we recover all now. And we call back to the house of the Father every prodigal son and every prodigal daughter now. We command resources to be released back to your people with increase and with interest. And we command favor with God and favor with man in every one of our dealings. Speak healing to every part of their bodies now. I speak creative words of life and health and a, a restoration. And we stand in authority now. We stand in our authority And we decree that all things are possible for your believing warriors. And we decree the curse of sin and death and disease and every agent of death is defeated and broken off their lives now in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. We command the powers of hell to let go of the people of God, let go of their emotions, let go of their will. Let go of their finances. We uproot all trauma from past wounds right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And we receive total freedom, total freedom right now, spirit, soul, and body, total freedom. We receive total deliverance now. Father, I remove even the memories of those evil decrees and those uh, uh, words that the enemy tried to speak to curse your people, we remove it now and we release and receive total deliverance now, spirit, soul, and body. 
I decree our bodies are restored, our bodies are healed, our vital organs are healed, our bones are healed, uh, our, our minds are healed, our skin is healed, uh, our joints are healed, our spines are healed, our brains are healed, every part of us are redeemed from every curse. And we receive the resurrection power of Yeshua, our Lord Jesus Christ. And we make this decree based upon the word of God, his holy oath to his sons and daughters. And we decree now in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus Christ, so be it and amen. Amen. Now stand in your victory. Stand in your victory. You've been granted wholeness and soundness in every area of your life. A reversal of fortune is happening now. A double portion is being released to you. Spirit, soul, and body, your finances, your relationships, your business dealings, your job, if you own a business, your emotions, your physical health. Right now, the dunamis power of God has explosively broken you through now. And now we seal these decrees today on the legislative authority that Jesus gave us in the new covenant as his ecclesia, his church, in the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Amen. Woo! I'm telling you, I feel power flowing to you right now. I feel the power of God flowing to you right now. You right now. The enemy is defeated And listen, we continue to enforce the victory given to us through the finished work of Jesus Christ. You have all power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. You're called of God to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to destroy all the works of the devil. And as I began teaching last week, nothing is impossible for him who believes. Amen? Just say this out loud with me. The impossible is possible for me. The impossible is possible for me because I am a believer in Christ Jesus. Because I am a believer in Christ Jesus. Amen. Last week I started my teaching in our prophetic workshop uh, called The Impossible is Possible. And so this is part two. And I want to, I hope I can get all the way through this today. Uh, but the impossible is possible. You know, Psalm 29, it's a psalm that talks all about the unstoppable power of the voice of the Lord. And so this is a prophetic message about the voice of God. When we speak, power is released. And when God says something, uh, it is available for you. And so Psalm 29 and verse 4 says, The voice of the Lord is a force. It is powerful. It is something that pushes the enemy completely out of the picture. And so as believers, we're faced with confronting our natural understanding and choosing to believe what God says over what is present in the natural. That's why we walk by faith and not by sight or our natural senses. 
And that's why we must continually stay in the Word of God. You know, the more you read the Word, the more you drive out every contrary thought and you begin to uh, receive the mind of Christ. You've got to continually stay in the Word of God, His written voice, and have ears to hear and eyes to see what God is speaking to us and what God is showing us. So that when the distorted and twisted lies of the enemy appear as a natural truth, we recognize it, and we recognize that it's not aligned with the kingdom of God, and therefore we refuse it. And we not only refuse it, we speak against it. We confront it with the eternal word of God. And one day this world will be gone, and we will stand before God and we'll give account for what we were called to do. And Jesus talked about the parable of the talents. And I believe God is looking right now for those who will agree with him, regardless of how impossible it may look in the natural. That's powerful faith. That's double-portioned faith. Amen? Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20 is the kind of the foundational scripture that I've been teaching from. It says, Now unto him, meaning God, who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Listen, God wants his word working in you so that you can begin to decree it and you can declare it with authority, not, not with hope, but with faith. Faith is the substance of the things that we hope for, and it is the evidence, it is the living proof of the things that you don't see yet. But I believe it, amen? And so it may seem entirely out of the realm of possibility to you. doesn't matter. He is the God of the impossible. Not only can he, but he is turning it all around for you right now. I believe we are in a time of divine intervention and divine reversal. And God is turning it around for you. Amen? Your finances are turning around. Things are coming back to you now. Your camels are coming to you now. We talked about that last week, how Solomon was tested with hard questions by the Queen of Sheba. And as as he passed all the tests and and answered all the questions appropriately, uh, she opened the door and camels from miles and miles and miles were coming his way, filled and loaded down with wealth untold, uh, unspoken. I mean, it was powerful measures of wealth, billions and billions of dollars of wealth coming to Solomon. We've got to hold fast to the word of truth You may have gone through some stuff prior to this, prior to this moment, but listen, fight on. Decree his promises. Declare his word. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 12, the kingdom of God suffers violence. In other words, the enemy might get a lick in here or there, but the violent rise up and take it by force, forcefully advancing the kingdom. Listen, we... we, Uh, we rise up and we take it by force. We have all authority in heaven and earth through Christ Jesus. 
We have the keys to the kingdom to allow or disallow whatever we choose. Amen? And so that means we keep pressing towards the mark, forcefully advancing. No matter the issues that we've faced or the challenges that we've been through, sometimes you're, you're speaking and decreeing by faith, and, and nothing looks like it's changed yet, but in the Spirit, it is changing. Amen? Remember Daniel. He uh, set himself to pray, and for 21 days he fasted and prayed, and then the angel, uh, uh, Gabriel, came to him and said he had to call Michael to fight against the prince of Persia, and the, and the warring angels had to come and fight against the demonic powers that were in the air at that time. That was pre-New Covenant. And so this is under the Old Testament. And so Daniel, uh, he said, Daniel, I want you to know from the moment you set yourself to pray, God sent the answer. Do you know the Bible says that God knows what, what we need before we even get a chance to pray about it? He's already sent the answer. And so no matter what issues we're facing or challenges that we're pressing through, God is already on our side. He's already working all these things together for our good. Still pray, still press, still keep believing for the breakthrough and the blessing, but I'm telling you it's already en route to you today. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 23, it says, let us hold fast to our confession of of hope without wavering, or confession of faith, or our decrees. For he who promised is faithful. He who promised is faithful. Make your decree, because he who promised those words to you is faithful. It is a war of words. And then it says, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works In other words, encourage each other, uh, decree for each other. And then it says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another so much as we see see the day approaching. So, you can see how the body is supposed to function together decreeing and declaring and praying for each other, fighting together. Have you ever noticed you've got faith for somebody else's miracle, but sometimes it's hard to have that same faith for your own miracle? That's the way God set it up. Listen, God is faithful. He will make the impossible possible, from mission impossible to mission accomplished. And then it says we're to, to keep encouraging each other, You're going to make it. We're going to make it together. You know, it's like warriors on a battlefield. We're going to make it through this. We're going to stand together. One will put a thousand to flight. Two puts 10,000. Listen, we're going to stand together, and we're going to put every enemy to flight and keep on encouraging each other the more and more. And then it says, and forsake not the assembling of of yourselves together, never missing church, because those who really love you Those who really need you and are counting on you are in the house of God. Amen? And I want to tell you tonight, miracles are your portion. Miracles are your portion. The impossible is possible because miracles belong to you. Don't limit God 
to what the past has said to you, uh, but encourage yourself, speak to yourself, stir up the gift of God which is within you, Apostle Paul told Peter. Stir yourself up, fan yourself into a flame. You've got to, you've got to get aggressive on the battlefield. Don't limit God to what the past has said to you, but begin to see the future through the wisdom of God. Amen? Begin to see what's ahead of you. In Mark chapter 9, in verse 17, it says about Jesus, Then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. And whenever it seizes him, so he recognized it was demonic, it throws him down and he foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. If you've ever seen somebody possessed by a demon, that's exactly what it looks like. And the guy goes on to say, So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. And he answers, Jesus answers this guy and says, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. So Jesus said this to this man, not to his disciples, O faithless generation. In other words, this guy, he had a mindset, and he, he only believed that Jesus was the only one who, to, who could deliver his son. Let me, did I say that right? He, he believed that only Jesus could deliver his son and not his disciples. Let me just tell you, the, the same Holy Spirit of the limitless Almighty God and his power and authority is in you too. You can do the impossible, and all things are possible through Christ who strengthens you. You can do the impossible through Christ. And the works Jesus did, you shall do, and even greater works. Some people think only pastors or prophets or apostles or evangelists or teachers can pray and see unlimited miracles. That's not true. God wants you to grab hold of his word, that force of power, just like Psalm 29 verse 4 says, the voice of the Lord is powerful. It is a force. He wants you to grab hold of his word and begin to speak it out and break through today. Jesus said these signs follow believers, not just the fivefold ministry. Every one of you are anointed by the Holy Spirit, and there is miracle-working power released when you believe God and you declare his word. Amen? So Jesus says to this man, O faithless generation, Jesus was saying, you've got everything locked up into one channel of blessing, thinking I'm the only one that can do this, and I've decreed, and I've released my anointing in my disciples, giving them power and authority. In the same manner God is saying to you, I've given you the word. I've taught you my principles. Now rise up, be the, the ecclesia, step out in faith, and watch me break out of your limited thinking. I can do more through you than what you've been able to experience thus far. And so again, Mark 9, in verse 20, and so they brought the, the child to Jesus. And when, when he saw him, 
Immediately the spirit convulsed him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth, just like the father said. And so he asked the father, Jesus didn't freak out. He just looked at the dad and said, so how long has he been like this? How long has this been happening to him? And the father says, from childhood. And he often throws him down and into the fire and into the water, and he's trying to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus says to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Now imagine this man has seen his, his child that he loves go through this his whole life. And Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible for him who believes. Listen, Jesus wants cooperation. He wants you to buy in. He wants you to believe with your heart. And the man asked Jesus a question. Can you have compassion on us and give me my miracle? And Jesus asked him a question. Can you believe? I can do it. But the question is, can you believe? The question is not, can God uh, uh, God, can you and uh, can you do this, or will you do this for me? The question is, can you, as the church, rise up and be a real believer? Are you willing to believe God, regardless of what you're seeing, regardless of what your past has said, regardless of what you're experiencing? Are you willing to believe God? Can you actually believe that I will do the impossible thing for you? Because the truth is, all things are possible for him who believes. That's what Jesus was saying. And then in verse 24, immediately the father of the child cries out and says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. You know, sometimes your unbelief needs help. In other words, sometimes we believe God, but our unbelief has had a stronghold in, our er- in, in an area of our lives, and a mindset has developed, creating a limitation, and God wants you to move forward in your faith and grow in your faith, grow in your ability to believe God. Jesus never rebuked him for saying that, and Jesus is doing the same thing today, showing compassion and breaking down your unbelief. The Lord is helping break down the doubt, the skepticism, and unbelief that has kept you on a certain level. He wants you to come up to a higher level. Listen, everybody can grow. Everybody can go higher. Everybody can develop more in our faith. And everyone deals with ungodly beliefs. Sometimes that's the very root of poverty and lack, and and God wants to deal with it. An ungodly belief is just believing the wrong thing. Unbelief is not the lack of belief. It's believing the wrong thing or believing in the wrong direction. And your faith is working in reverse and working contrary to the word of God when you're in unbelief. Listen, all four Gospels have the account of Peter walking on water. By the way, Jesus does deliver the the boy And he's free from that point forward. But Peter uh, is is in all four Gospels, the account of Peter walking on the water. And in Matthew chapter 14, 
In verse 22, it says, Immediately Jesus made his disciples go get into the boat and go to the other side. And one account says, uh, Jesus says, let us go to the other side. In other words, it was, it was the Lord's will for them to go to the other side, however you want to read it. And while he sent the multitude away. And so when he had sent the multitude away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. And there was an evening calm and he was there alone. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, and there a storm rose up, and it was tossed by the waves, and the wind was contrary. And then it says, In the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the water. And when the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were troubled and said, It's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. I love that. I love that Jesus walks in the to a chaotic situation where people are dealing with their, they want to believe, but God help our unbelief. And and Jesus says, be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. You know, Jesus is always watching, and he's always with us. Amen. He's always standing here with us. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. Peter asks, if the miraculous would work for you, Jesus, will it work for me too? See, Peter was a great leader in the making. And he says, if it's you, can I move in the miraculous too? He was going against all that he knew about being in the water as a master fisherman for his whole life. He was going against his past and believing that the impossible would be be possible through Christ Jesus. And Jesus says, come. You want to walk in the, in the miraculous, Peter? Come with me now. Let's do this. When Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. See, the past mindset began to speak louder to him. And he began to sink, and he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. Just like that father did, Lord, help my unbelief. I'm believing, but help my unbelief. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? He's not, he's not being hard on him. He's saying, you're, you're have, you have underdeveloped faith, but I'm going to help you develop it. Don't doubt. Listen, nothing is impossible for him who'll step out of the boat of safety, just like Peter did. Step out into what may seem unnatural, <clears throat> because it's supernatural, it supersedes the natural. And allow God to stretch you and uproot your faith in the wrong things, well, the past experiences. Let God uproot those, those, uh, those false beliefs. I believe we're in a place of great growth in our faith. Breaking out of limitations, breaking out of mindsets. Isaiah 54 says, if you've, if you've been barren and not bearing fruit, uh, not bearing offspring, it's time for you to sing. Sing, O barren, sing. Sing. Because you're coming into a new level of blessing, a new level of faith, a new level of fruitfulness. <clears throat> Enlarge your tent or stretch out your walls of limitation. Stretch out your curtains. Get ready for increase before the increase comes. Lengthen your cords. What has held you in place in life prior to this? Lengthen those cords. 
get ready. God's going to stretch your faith more. He's going to show you that you have more in you from the kingdom inside of you, from the power of God within you. Lengthen your cords and lengthen how far you'll go or believe God. Go further with God. Strengthen your stakes, what you have known as your anchor and firmness. Strengthen that up. You know God will never leave you. You know no weapon formed against you will prosper and every tongue of judgment will be condemned. Then it says, for you shall expand. That's Isaiah 54. You'll not be put to shame. God will show up and take you higher. The impossible is made possible for those who believe. Just believe God and step out of the boat. Amen? Amen. Well, that's my uh, teaching tonight. I want to encourage you to go back and listen to this multiple times. I said so many things in there. Allow God to grow your faith. And start decreeing your prophetic promises. God didn't just give you those words so that you could be excited about it when you got it and put it on the shelf and forget about it. No, he wants you to wage a good warfare with those prophecies by decreeing the word of God. Decree what God has said over your life. Decree those promises no matter how impossible it may seem. Do you know one of the reasons why God wants you to decree your prophetic promises it's because Romans ten seventeen faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing yourself speaking the word of God. That's what builds your faith to believe that instead of what the world is telling you. You'll, be, you'll begin to believe God on a whole new level and see your prophetic promises come to pass. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I want to thank every one of you that stands with us and supports the work of the Lord here. And I pray that these prophetic workshops and teachings will inspire your faith to reach higher. I want to equip you so that that word of truth is cutting edge. It's right there for you to cut down the lie of the enemy. We're going to bring our offering before the Lord tonight. And I want to encourage you to stop listening to the false prophets on the fake news broadcast. Stop giving them a a voice in your life. Stop giving them real estate in your brain. Uh, Stay tuned into the prophets of God and believe the, the word of the Lord over everything else. That's what this whole night has been about. I want to declare this to you as a word of truth. America is not going to go under. America will rise again, and it'll rise again now. It may look worse, it may look terrible for a moment, but America is not going under. We're rising up because God is listening to the prayers of his people. Continue to decree a thing, and it will continue to be established, and light will shine on your ways. I believe there's, we're in a moment of divine intervention, and the Lord is turning everything around, and the enemy cannot hide anything any longer. The people of God are waking up, and they're decreeing and declaring God's promises. And what was hidden in the darkness, just as Jesus said, is being shouted from the rooftops. And no matter how they've tried to hide their dark deeds, God is exposing, and not just exposing, but judging them. And you'll begin to see it with your own eyes and say, this is what God's prophets have been prophesying. 
Haman is being hanged on the gallows that he built for God's people. Haman is being hanged on those very gallows. I know that sounds impossible. Impossible only to those who don't have eyes to see and don't have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. Abundance is coming to the church now. I'm telling you, it is important for you to stay in faith, stir up the gift of God. Uh, uh, It's important to the Lord, and it's important to you that you prosper. I'm declaring to you the economy is about to shift and change now. Not 10 years from now, but now. Not just the nation's economy, but your personal economy. Amen? Uh, The scripture says, first to the Jew and then to the Gentile, first to the church and then to the world. Proverbs 14.11 says, The house of the wicked shall be overthrown, but the the tabernacle of the upright, that's you and I, shall flourish. The house of the wicked will be overthrown, but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. You're, You're about to flourish. You're the temple. You're the tabernacle. You're about to flourish and see the wicked overthrown at the same time. Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 6 says, In the house of the righteous is much treasure, but in the revenues of the wicked is trouble. In the house of the righteous is much treasure, but in the revenues of the wicked is trouble. These prophetic promises are from God to you. I'm telling you the enemy is about to, to see trouble but you're not going to have it touch you. You're going to see much treasure. God wants you to have life and have that in abundance. The wicked may prosper, but it's to their own destruction. Amen. They may receive bribes. They may be corrupt. They may do all kinds of wicked and evil dealings to, to bring finances into their own into their own coffers, but it will be to their destruction. The wicked may prosper, but it's to their destruction. But we are the blessed sons and daughters of God. And our blessing is not going to be pilfered. It's not going to drain away from us like it does for the wicked. Look at Proverbs 22 and verse 4. I want to stir you up for your your personal finances. Proverbs 22 and verse 4. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, riches and honor and life. Amen? By humility in the fear of the Lord. You know, Proverbs says, He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. He who waters others will himself be watered. This is not a time to be stingy. This is a time to be humble uh, before the Lord and let him give you riches and honor and life. Amen. Proverbs 28.20 A faithful man or woman shall abound with blessings. A faithful man or woman will abound with blessings. Psalm 112, one of my favorite psalms, talks about even greater uh, the blessing of God coming upon the righteous. But in verse 3, Psalm 112, verse 3, it says, Wealth and riches shall be in the house of the righteous, and his righteousness endures forever. So the word of God, listen, is a weapon against the enemy, against the enemy's attacks. And when we declare it 
angel armies go on assignment. Amen. When you decree his word, it destroys the powers of hell. Jeremiah 51.20, it says, Thou art my battle axe and weapons of war. For with thee I will break in pieces the nations, and with thee I will destroy kingdoms. We're the battle axe of God. When we begin to declare his word, his word destroys the powers of darkness. Isaiah 30 and verse 31, Through the voice of the Lord shall the Assyrian or the enemy be beaten down and smote with a rod. One translation says the voice of the Lord shatters the enemy. I believe when you have a need, sow a great seed and let that be like a battle axe and and make a a great decree when you sow that seed and and plant that seed. You're going to see the voice of the Lord shatter the enemy and cause a supernatural harvest to come back to you. If you do not plant a seed, you get no harvest. I grew up in an agricultural town and, and Farmers would plant everything up to their front porch. Every square inch of ground was covered in seed so they could have a massive harvest. Amen. When you plant and you make a decree, it's like a battle axe in battle. And you watch the voice of the Lord shatter the enemy. Amen. So let's pray. Let's believe God together. Whatever your need, God is going to cut off the enemy once and for all. And watch the divine intervention of God occur and release a turnaround and a shattering of the powers of limitation and lack. Amen. Let's pray over our tithes and our offerings. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we prophesy blessing over your people right now in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus. Your word promises that you will fill the house of the righteous with overflowing blessings. Wealth and riches shall be safely in the house of the righteous, and your people shall abound with great blessing. And as we sow our seeds, we already know that you have a harvest in mind for that seed that's being sown. And we decree according to your word, it is your good pleasure to prosper your sons and daughters and to give us the kingdom. You want us to be in good health and to prosper above all things. And so as we sow these seeds, we decree your word like a battle axe as you shatter the enemy through the power of your voice. Father, I thank you that lack and poverty are broken off of your people today. And we thank you, Father, for a supernatural harvest of more than enough to meet our needs and having a surplus, a surplus to continue to sow and be a blessing. Father, you said the the reaper will overtake the 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 plowman will overtake the harvester and so father it, it it's there's going to be so many harvest fields happening at one time it's going to be hard to keep up with but father i believe that as they sow seed tonight the reward of the lord is overtaking them now and i thank you for those who continue to sow and those who are sowing precious seed father they're going to come back bringing in their sheaves their harvest in Jesus' name with great joy. Amen and amen. Amen. If you want to sow a seed tonight and you want to support this prophetic ministry, you can do that in several ways. If you're watching on social media, there's a link in the comment section. You can click on that. You can give your offering that way. 
uh, text giving. If you prefer to give uh, through text giving, the number is 84321. That's 84321. Just text whatever amount you desire to the number 84321. It's that simple. Text if, if, if it's thousand dollars you type a thousand and you text that to eight four three two one if it's one dollar you you text one and you text that to eight four three two one it's very simple it's the easiest way to give and you actually have a back office that you can uh, keep track of your own giving download a receipt anytime you need to uh, if you're mailing some people prefer to send it by mail uh, many people will send a larger gift by mail uh, through a check because it's easier that way, and they uh, they don't really want to be uh, the, don't want the ministry to have to pay that extra fee for using a credit card. And so, if you desire to do that, you can mail your offering to LifePoint, PO Box one eight two two. This LifePoint, PO Box one eight two two, Hendersonville, Tennessee. 37077. And I want to say again, it's greatly appreciated. And thank you very much for, for those that mail in your offering. It is a sacred thing when you give to God, and God responds with uh, the biggest blessing that you need in this moment. And that's what we pray. The, the prophet's reward is the blessing that money cannot buy. Amen. So that's Life Point, P.O. Box 1822. Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. Also, there's a, 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 a giving button on our website, lifepointchurch.cc. Lifepoint has an E on the end of it. It's on the screen now. lifepointchurch.cc. There's a place at the top there where you can click and you can give there as well. And uh, thank you for your uh, for your sacrifice and for supporting this house and I promise to give you cutting edge, uh, word of the Lord, in present truth, up to the minute, the best I can every week. Amen. Amen. I also want to invite you out to church. This is a day where you need to be aligned properly in the kingdom of God. And let me just say this. It takes prophets to raise up prophets. Pastors, teachers, evangelists, they cannot equip a prophet for their calling. You need a prophet to raise you up as a prophet. If you read throughout Scripture, Samuel had a school of the prophets. Elijah had a school of the prophets. Elisha was raised up by Elijah, right? And throughout Scripture, Daniel had a school of the prophets. Schools of the prophets are important. Prophets raise up prophets. Uh, if, you, if, if you sow an apple seed, you're going to get an apple tree. Prophets... Uh, are, transfer anointing and mantle to prophets. And that's who equips them and raises them up. And so I want to invite you to come to church and receive of the prophet's mantle this Sunday at 4 p.m. Listen, we have a cutting-edge prophetic church. We meet at 403 Walton Ferry Road in Henderson, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 4 p.m. every Sunday. Apostle Peter wrote in, in 2 Peter 1, 12, for this reason, I won't be negligent to remind you of all these things, though you know and are established in present truth. God wants you established in present truth. You have to stay on the cutting edge and stay established in present truth. Amen? Come and join us every Sunday, 4 p.m. at 403 Walton Ferry Road in Hendersonville. Come prepared to receive. 
<coughs> and listen, get ready. Come ready. Because you, you and your loved ones are going to catch on fire. The Holy Spirit is being poured out like we've never seen or known before. It's Sundays at 4 p.m. You've got to come meet us there. If you need a word, that's where I'm going to prophesy over you. Amen. Come join us. Also, I want to thank Mike Lindell for always being a blessing to this house and to this ministry. He is a continual sponsor of Speak Life. He blesses us. And he's made available to this audience some great products at a big discount on both of his websites, mypillow.com and mystore.com. Use the promo code MARTY and you'll receive deep discounts on all your purchases. I want you to know I'm loving my MyPillow 2.0. It's new technology. It stays cool all night long. It's actually really amazing. Plus the, the comfort of the MyPillow. And it's it's incredible. Right now, if you order one MyPillow 2.0, you, read, you receive a second pillow for free and a MyPillow travel pillow for free. <clears throat> and there's so many other deals on towels and slippers and bed linens. Just check out MyPillow.com and don't forget to use my name, Marty, and you'll get all the extra and extras and all the big discounts. There's also a dedicated number if you prefer to call. That number is 800-859-2938. Just remember to use the promo code Marty and receive your discount. Amen. It's 800-859-2938. Be blessed as you do that. And thank you. That's a great way to support our broadcast. Amen. I want to remind you, you can always watch the show live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, on YouTube, and let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> no, you Facebook, YouTube, and rumble. And uh, please help us by telling others to tune in. And listen, some of you need to check out rumble. I'm telling you, it is, it is a great alternative, uh, and it's great quality as well. Uh, But help us by telling others to tune in every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Time. And uh, thank you for doing that. Also, if you like podcasts, please check out our podcast on Charisma Podcast Network, on iTunes, on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. But do me a favor, when you do go there, please take a minute, give us a five-star review. It'll help us in our, our, our ranking as a podcaster. And uh, help it helps us to get out there more. Uh, I was on a, a web page the other day, and uh, because uh, many of you are leaving five star reviews, uh, our our Speak Life broadcast was being promoted, and, and this is free advertising for us uh, on that page. And there it was uh, uh, for all to see. And so, thank you for those of you who have done that. But if you've not done that yet, please. Leave us a five-star review and help us in our ranking there. Uh, Also, follow me on social media, uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Truth, on Getter, on YouTube, on Rumble, on Instagram, on Frank Social, on Parler, on Telegram, whatever the platform, just look for me, at Marty Layton. Follow me, subscribe, uh, personalize it however you need to personalize it, ring the bell, do whatever the platform needs you to do uh, to follow us, but we promise you're going to have more content coming from us if you'll do that, and you're going to enjoy and love every bit of it. Amen. But thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. 
It all starts with our tongue. Amen. Proverbs 18.21 proves that we were made in the image and the likeness of God. It says, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Whatever you speak is what's happening. And so I want to encourage you, always speak life. We'll see you next Friday. God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world. Thank you.